0: fine. Cause you're an tonight. All right, jabronis, we're back. Welcome back to the Little Pretty Podcast Diary Show. I'm your host, Labretti. Hope everyone had a good week. Mine was certainly busy, fun-filled though. Um, spent a day out floating the river, working on my tan, working on a good burn. Actually, I Made a rookie mistake. I didn't wear my watch outside for like the first time in decades. I got this burn on the little, you know, like wrist button here. This is how you're doing. And uh, it's reminding me every day to never take your watch off again. So reminder for all you folks out there, leave your watches on. Anyway, um, doing another like uh, headline type of junction today. Scrap the stew guts again. Uh, but we will have a poll for next week, so I'll I'll talk to, talk about that shit at the end there. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna do a little headlines. A lot of, a lot of more, you know, a lot more crazy shit going on in the news, um, in the media. A lot of stuff not going on in the media that we're gonna talk about. Uh, you could probably guess what that is. Um, and uh, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting. So why don't we just uh, step right into the cage, huh? Okay, let's run. Today's Cage Fact is sponsored by Rodney's Rodent Removal. You got a mouse or raccoon problem at your house, and you're too lazy to deal with it yourself? Call Rodney's, where they'll throw a couple of slices of deli meat soaked in any freeze outside by your garbage cans, so when the raccoons come for your trash that night, it'll be their last meal. Call one eight hundred murder. Use the promo code Animal Slaughter to get six point six percent off your first service meeting appointment. How you doing? Yikes! Rodney does not mess around, folks. Give it a shot. You got a sweet, sweet six point six percent deal on animal murder there. So that'll be cool. Hopefully he re- he removes the uh, the raccoons from the you know from their cemetery. They're deathly. Demise, if you will, whatever, anyway, cage fact all right, so Nick Cage chooses his diet based on how the animals have sex. This is real that uh, he's quoted uh, discussing this, so it if an animal is having you know if they have um di- dignified sex is what he called it, if they're having dignified sex then he'll eat them. So uh, he said fish are known to have dignified sex. Birds also have dignified sex. So he has no problem eating fish and chickens, probably pigeons. I don't know. I don't know what else. Crows. Uh, But pigs, on the other hand, are, he said they are not dignified when they have sex and therefore he does not eat pigs. So pigs are off the table for him. Uh, All birds seem to be on the table. Fish, anything that's having good, romantic, loving sex. Humans, I would imagine, possibly too. So uh, there's really no (laughs) explanation needed for this cage fact. There's no real uh, diving deep into this one. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's probably one of the most Nick Cage things you'll hear on this podcast is uh, that he chooses what he eats based off how they have sex. Absolutely incredible. All right. Let's just go into the, uh, the Jabroni Junction, and let's get this kicked off, shall we? All right, so first topic on the junction today. Um, real shocker, more Ghislaine Maxwell shit. So if you don't like that discussion, that topic, and you're tired of me talking about it, you just turn off now or fast forward to the next topic. But more documents, you know, the documents have been released uh, and unveiled uh, in this whole Ghislaine Maxwell situation. Uh, this time it's, it's like testimony of depositions from one of the victims. I forgot her name. Something uh, Goffrey or something like that. Uh, anyway, she sued Ghislaine Maxwell back in 2015, and these are some of the deposition documents that have been recently released and put out to the public. Um, now, in these documents, names, names... Name, name. ...of <laughs> elites well-known to-do's leadership in America that have been cited, witnessed more than one time at Sex Island, at Pedo Island. One of them is Alan Dershowitz. There's that ball, the royal piece of shit. Prince Andrew has been cited there. By the way, this victim is the same girl who took the picture with Prince Andrew that he claimed is a fake and is not his hand wrapped around her. Uh, it's all fraudulent. It's uh, it's not him. Um, also among names of sightings at Sex Island have been uh, Bill Clinton, former president of the United States, Bill Clinton, as if we didn't see that one coming. He's already uh, shown on their books of flying o- out to the island 20 plus times while he was president. And now he's got multiple witnesses saying that he was there on island um, at w- one time with, Two young girls. They don't know that they didn't verify the age and didn't verify uh, who they were or anything like that or what happened. Um, but he was seen on the island with Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein, two young girls doing his thing. After he's been vehemently denying ever going there, ever. Um, all these six sons of bitches have denied going there, but they're all there. And they're all popping up on the list. The flight manifests, the witness testimonies, they're all getting identified here. So it's not in the media. It's not showing up anywhere. I put screenshots up of, of three of the, of the top most popular uh, gossip stations that they call themselves news these days CNN, uh, Fox News, and MSNBC. And these are screenshots of the first front page, the top headlines most talked about of the day, and you see it's all pretty much COVID, anti-Trump, politics bullcrap, some entertainment shit mixed in. I think Beyonce's album was showing up as a top headline in CNN or something like that. No mention of the names being identified in this child sex trafficking ring. Nothing like that. Fox News didn't have it until you scrolled all the way down to the bottom of the page And there's a little, like, blurb. It says, like, Clinton, among names of identified people on the island. That's it. But sports, entertainment, music, COVID, anti-political bullshit, it's all been higher up on the priority list for the media folks. But not, not, you know, not enough to talk about when we got the entire country being run by a bunch of pedophiles. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Labretti, you're obsessed with this stuff. I don't know why you keep talking about it. Why aren't you obsessed with this stuff? Why isn't everybody obsessed with the updates going on? I don't get this. These are the people running our country, past and present, and potential future, leading our country, Hollywood elites. News, news anchors in the media, people that you look to to get your news reports and sage advice on TV on how to think and what to do, these are the people that they're protecting. People that are, are trafficking, raping, financing, and getting involved in child sex trafficking. Okay? I know my sentence just there didn't make sense because I said it grammatically incorrect, but you know what I'm getting at here. Okay, there there are children, underage girls that have been raped and tricked and lied to and subjected to this horrific life-altering experience, and these people continue to walk free. And not just that, the media is trying to bury the story. This this should be the biggest news out there. Now, I love UFOs. You know I love the whole UFO bit. But that should not be a higher priority of stories to talk about than than the fact that our world and national leadership is being run by a bunch of sex rapists, a bunch of child sex rapists. Okay, and I'm gonna keep talking about it. You say I'm obsessed. You're crazy. You gotta stop and whatever. I'm gonna keep talking about it until everybody realizes it. This is a giant problem. A giant problem. Not just the fact that these these girls, now women, had been raped for years and went unnoticed and unchecked, but the fact that people are trying to bury this story and get people's eyes onto something less important to protect these animals, to protect them. Can you imagine? Now, I don't like using emotion to get people to, to think like me because I think that's unfair and, uh, and not a good way of, of debating and arguing um, and getting people to understand where you're coming from. But just imagine your, your family member was one of these girls that has gone 20-plus years of, a, of being a rape victim and seeing these people out there on TV, running our country, in our movies and TV shows and talk shows, everything, running our big businesses, constantly watching these people, knowing what they did to her. Imagine that for a second, and they're getting away with it. Now imagine everyone's trying to bury the story and make her sound like the the jackass, like she's a liar. I can't, I can't understand. Like I can never fathom what's going through their head having to endure that. Like their, their mental health has to be dwindling. And I feel terrible for them. And I just can't believe I have to keep saying this stuff. I have family members and friends. Hey, you're, you know, you're getting a little too uh, into this uh, pedophile thing. Maybe you should just uh, calm down with it. No! I'm not going to calm down with it. I'm going to be a madman about it because that's what people need to be. We need to exhaustively investigate this, bring these people to justice. But whatever, I'm obsessed. I'm a psychopath. I'm losing my mind over here, right? Whatever. Anyway, sorry, my nips was showing a little bit. This is the this is the pricey pay, folks, for sleeveless Sundays here on the Libretti Podcast Show Diary Show. How you doing? Whatever the whatever the hell it's called. All right, moving on. So let's let's talk about, a little about sports and scandals in sports and conspiracies in sports because I love talking about this shit. Apparently, so Joe Kelly, he's a pitcher, a relief pitcher. Uh, I don't I don't normally like the guy, but he. Uh, He's been involved in some anti-Astros actions this past week, so we're going to talk about that. So, a quick backstory for you, not uh, baseball fans, not sports fans. The Houston Astros were uh, busted for cheating in the entire season of 2017, and probably 18 and 19 as well. They haven't proven it yet, though. But they they were cheating. They were stealing signs, recording uh, people, you know, pitch count signs, pitch signs, and Um, they won the World Series that year. So the whole year they cheated the entire time with different uh, camera recordings and trash can signals so that they knew what pitches were coming so they can hit better and be more successful. They got busted for it. Uh, Their coach got like banned for a year. Some ridiculously, uh, you know, weak punishment. No players got punished whatsoever. Every player that took part in the cheating, nothing happened to them. Um, so now this year, after the, uh, the whole scandal has been, you know, out, out in the open, um, Joe Kelly, this pitcher decided, I don't know if he did it on purpose, he said it was unintentional, but he threw at a couple of the Astros pitchers in the game. Um, one was at, you know, towards one of the players' heads, so people, you know, you can argue about uh, the ethics behind that, uh, throwing at somebody's head, which is, is Bush league for sure. Um, he said it was not on purpose. Um, and then he threw, like, a curveball or a slider behind one of the other players, Alex Correa, who is the definition of a beta bitch boy. Um, so that happens. They sort of get into, like, a verbal altercation, and then Joe Kelly starts to just alpha dog Alex Correa with these, you know, making the sad person face, like the, mm, like all that. If you can see it on uh, YouTube, Bill, sorry, podcasters, you're not going to be able to see my ugly face. Um, and they had you know, a verbal back and forth. No blows were exchanged, no, no physical violence. The bench is cleared a little bit, but uh, it ended. He didn't get ejected. Nothing happened. The guy didn't actually get hit. He just bitched about it. And then they slapped, the MLB slaps an 8 game suspension on Joe Kelly. So he, he didn't do anything to get ejected from the game, nothing. They let him play the rest of his time out you know, for the game as a relief pitcher. He didn't actually hit anybody, so he did nothing wrong. And he got suspended eight games for it, which in this abbreviated season is like the equivalent of 20-plus games, 20-something games. I forgot how many. 22? I don't know. So we we have known cheaters on the Astros who have been busted with evidence that they cheated for an entire year, at least one full baseball season. And the king beta bitch boy of the MLB, Rob Manfred, does nothing to them. But Joe Kelly makes them look stupid, calls them out, throws behind them, whether intentionally or unintentionally, doesn't do anything illegal in the game at all, and he gets slapped with an 8 game suspension, which is, which is ridiculous to me. It's such a weak move on the MLB, the leadership of the MLB, that they're punishing people who are trying to call out the cheaters. The, the game is trying to, to punish the cheaters. To, you know, it's in-game justice. I don't know how you, how you want to call it. But that's one of the beauties about baseball, at least in the past, was that the game was always going to find its way to, to, to do justice, to serve justice on those, those evil doers, if you will, the cheaters the Scotland rules. but Rob Manfred says no, he's got to protect his boys, he's got to protect the Astros, leave, leave the Astros alone, I should nipple, come on, all you podcasters are not only missing my ugly face, you're missing nip slips all day long, I'm going to have to x-rate this episode for sure, but anyway, I'm done bitching about baseball, I'm going to talk about basketball, which I know nothing about. So the, ML, the NBA, excuse me, had a, have, they have their bubble, right? Their little safety bubbles that people have to live in if they want to do the season because of the COVID. And that's one of their precautions. And everyone's been talking about the bubble, the bubble, whatever. So they had a guy, Lou Williams. He's a basketball player. I don't know what team he plays for. Uh, I don't know if he's any good. I just know he's a famous guy who plays basketball, I think, because he was, he's in the bubble. And he left the bubble. I'm going to keep saying bubble until everyone's fucking sick and tired of it. Damn it. Sorry, Terrence family show, I know. Anyway, he leaves the bubble. I think he actually left for a real reason, like he had to go to a funeral. And then on his way back to the bubble, he stops off for some wings. Like, you know, buffalo wings, chicken wings. Now... There's, there's a little bit of controversy on this whole thing. First, the fact that he decided to stop off before going back to the bubble. Now he's going to put people in danger. The bubble and the COVID, you are going to put people in danger. The other controversy of this whole thing, which I am latching on to, is the fact that he got these wings at Magic City, which is a strip club, a special interest establishment, an SIE, a gentleman's club whatever you want to call it, a strip joint. He went to a strip club after a funeral, supposedly after a funeral, I don't know. Don't quote me on the funeral part. But he goes to a strip club to get to go wings to bring back to the bubble with him. Which, everyone's up in arms. Oh, you're going to go to a strip club and risk the bubble safety and, and blah, blah, blah. Shut up, all right? First of all, the NBA players in the bubble, everybody in the bubble is safe, okay? They have millions and millions of dollars for tests. They get tested endlessly. They have access to the best doctors in the world for this stupid freaking sport. They're going to be fine, okay? The bubble, the bubble. Shut up about the bubble. I want to talk about the strip club wings. Why are we talking about that? I thought that was incredible. Uh, if anybody knows me at all, knows I love strip clubs. I love the whole idea of of people working any way they can, scrap to make a couple extra bucks to make ends meet, put themselves through school, take care of their families, do whatever they got to do. I have nothing but respect for that community. Got to deal with dirty sleaze bags, Bill Clinton types rubbing up on them just for a couple extra bucks so they could get through nursing school or law school or pay for their kids schooling or whatever, whatever it is. I'm a big fan. I've spent a pretty penny at one, one special interest interest establishment, a time or two. And I don't mind telling you. And if a strip club, an SIE has food at it, you bet your ass I'm going to go check it out and see what kind of spread they got going on. Okay. I'm a supporter. And if they're bringing food, they're getting my business. So Lou Williams, if you want to go get wings at a strip joint because you say they're the best wings, more power to you. In fact, I'm going to find this magic city. I'm going to go investigate, bring these wings back, and let you guys know how how they are. I don't know where this magic city is. I think it might be in Atlanta. So I don't know when I'm going to get down there again. But I'm sold on Magic City Wings. That's for damn sure. And I'm definitely calling out all you beta bitch boys that are calling out Lou Williams for leaving the bubble. He left the bubble, the bubble. To go get some wings. Let the man eat. He's going to come back. He's going to take 15 fucking COVID tests, and he's going to play. Everyone's going to be safe and happy and healthy and millionaires. Okay, so cut the guy some slack. Get over it. Magic City, Wings, I'm a big fan. Moving on. All right, so I don't know if you guys have seen this at all, but recently, well, I don't know how recently. We've been doing it for a while, so I guess since social media has been a thing, this whole, you know, the whole social media movement stuff, not just the trends, but like doing, you know, whatever it is, whatever movement has to be, the the 22-day challenge, the ice bucket challenge, uh, recently the, um, the Black Square challenge. Now I'm not talking about the validity of these movements. I couldn't care less, to be honest. What I'm talking about is the fact that we historically and almost every single time have to dick up these social media movements. We can never do it right. <laughs> go, go look back historically. You know, I've been saying for for a long time now that that people are stupid, and it's and there's proof every time one of these social media movements comes out on just how stupid we are, and they're making it public. They're okay with it. You know, you got the you got the idiots who wear the masks and the gloves inside their car still to this day. Even when Dr. Fauci says, no, you don't need to wear your gloves or mask in a car, that's very ridiculous. we got these morons, these slack-jawed, drooling idiots still doing it. Then they screwed up the whole Black Square movement because they used the wrong hashtags and it brought awareness to the wrong topic because people are idiots. They're trying to do something good, bring awareness for, for, for a good cause for, you know, a, a legitimate reason, and we find a way to dick it up and ruin it and make us stupid again. Now, we have this whole, like, posting of the black and white photo on, on Instagram, and th- no, nobody has any clue why. We don't know, is it women's empowerment? Is it the Turkish justice for that woman in Turkey who, uh, whatever happened? Is it back to women's empowerment? The thing keeps going back and forth. The problem is people just were taking taking lonelies of themselves, black and white again, putting up, challenge accepted. Thanks for challenging me on this. I have no idea what the fuck this is for, but I'm going to post it anyway because I'm a narcissist. I like taking lonelies of myself and I'm going to post it so I can be cool. I'm not going to do any sort of research or anything. I'm just going to post it like a complete fucking jackass. Sorry, tenants, I'm blowing this episode up. I know it's supposed to be a family show, maybe not this episode. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, what I don't understand is how we can continue this like line of thinking, this, this, this operating procedure. Like, Stop blindly posting shit or, or blindly believing shit, or blindly taking action on shit before you actually educate yourselves on what it is that you're trying to take action on, post about, have an opinion on, believe, educate yourself. Critically think and analyze something first. Whatever happened to that way of living where there's an idea thrust upon you in some way then you receive that idea, you analyze it, you critically think, you get the gear spinning, you educate yourself on what the situation is, and then you formulate your opinion based off of that. Whatever happened to that way of life? Individual thought has just completely gone out the window these past several years. And it's just whatever some famous jackass posts hey, I'm a hot celebrity, I'm going to post myself black and white. You do it too. Okay, hot celebrity, I'll do it. You might be a pedophile, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a stupid fucking sheep. And then they do it. But don't worry, guys. In case you were confused about the recent black and white photo challenge on what it really means, CNN, Vox or Vox or whatever, and Insider, all three of those those reputable news organizations had top headlines explaining, full articles explaining, here's the origins of this challenge, here's what it really means, and here's why you should continue doing it. In case, you know, you wanted to clarify for the for the back and forths on if it's Turkish justice or if it's women's empowerment or if it's both, uh, CNN is on the case. Don't worry. Vox and Insider, they're all on the case. There's no articles about Bill Clinton and Alan Dershowitz and Prince Andrew being identified on Sex Peto Island on any of those websites or those quote-unquote news organizations, but they'll explain the challenge to you, the black and white Instagram challenge, don't you worry. They also got the latest on TikTok's banning, because TikTok's about to be banned if it hasn't already. That's okay, though, because if you want to see you know, 16-year-old girls dance around, just go ask Bill Clinton. because apparently he knows where they're at still. They're on Sex Pedal Island where he was. But we don't want to talk about that, right? Look what you did, guys. You got me back talking about it because I'm obsessed on the mental case talking about it again, right? Whew! I just you hear that squeak? you hear that yip? Because I'm just so hot and bothered by this whole situation. I can't stop but I have to, so we're going to stop. That's it. I got to stop. Got to cut it loose here. Cut it short. Excuse me. Not cutting loose. Cutting short. So anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I know you love to listen to me rant and bullshit about the craziest things with no logic behind anything I'm saying. Just a lot of hot Italian venting, waving my sausage fingers in the air like a goddamn animal. I get it. But, you know, I got to give the people what they want sometimes. I got to pay the bills. Got loans to pay, you know. Thanks a lot, Embry-Riddle. All right, uh, real quick. So next week we're going to do a poll, LPDS poll question. Um, so next week's poll, and I'll post it on, you know, Wednesday or Thursday on Instagram and Facebook for you to vote, comment, and, uh, and debate a little bit. Uh, but, I, you know, I recommend you do your research, uh, really get into it. You know, you got nothing else to do. We're going back to lockdowns. COVID sucks. TikTok's gone, so you might as well uh, get involved in the LPDS poll. So next week's question is, which Brolin is best? Talking Josh Brolin here. Are we talking Brolin as Thanos from the Avengers, Endgame, and Infinity War? Is that Brolin? Or Brolin as Brand in the Goonies? Old school Brolin getting his his first start as a, as a big timer Brolin in the Goonies. So which Brolin is best? Thanos Brolin, Goonies Brolin. Think about it. Educate yourselves, critically analyze yourself. You know, the situation here, come up with a good argument for or against, you know, which, which Brolin. And then, uh, and then we'll discuss it here on the show when I sit here behind this mic talking to myself again for, you know, 15 to 20 minutes at a time, like a goddamn psychopath. So, Thanks again, guys. I appreciate you listening all the time. I appreciate all the feedback. So please continue, you know, continue giving me the feedback, asking questions, telling me when I suck, telling me what you're tired of, or what you like. Uh, go to, you know, all the shit, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Libretti Podcast, Diary Show on all those, um, Anchor as well, IG, Instagram is at LPDs underscore show. Email me with your your one on one bitch gripes complaints at librettipodcastdiary Diary at Gmail. Um, tell your friends, tell your enemies, like and subscribe and do all that crap so we could get you know get the following going so that more people can you know hear about the important stuff that I talk about on the show, the very important and pertinent up to date current events that I know you love to hear about, uh, so that. You know, when I get, I can finally get, you know, my $100 million Spotify deal and I could take over the airwaves. Uh, I'm sure your Gibronis would love that. So, anyway, thanks again. Love you guys. And, uh, you know, stay strong. And I was talking to your mother just the other night. I told her I thought you were an asshole. She said, yes, I think you're right.